Dear Chris, I listened to your first podcast with that other guy, I forget his name, and I felt moved to write into you and tell you how much I'm looking forward to the next show. Just the sound of your voice makes me tremble. And you're so witty, and you're so intelligent, and so good-looking. If Stephen Hawking had the voice of Richard Burton and the body of Brad Pitt, that's just how I imagine you. I think I love you. Yours sincerely, Kylie. Paul, you are a talentless, worthless s**t. I don't know how the f you've got your own show. You cutting You really are fucking cutting s**t. Next to you and all your kind, you maggot worm of a cutting cunt. And that's from your mum. Oh yes, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the first official podcast for yourminuteoffame.com. That's excellent sound effects, Chris. Thank you very much. I did my best. There's only one of me. Right, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, right. Is that easy, easy, easy. Sorry. Alright. Paul, what have we got coming up? Well, got a few sections of the show planned. First of all, I'm just going to give you a bit of a progress update on what's happening uh, with the website. Uh, so you mean why it's not actually up and running yet? Yeah, that, that would be... Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Somehow related to the nice warm weather we've got and the location of a park near to your office. Yeah, that's got that's got a lot to do with it. To right. be fair, you're you are hitting the metaphorical nail on the metaphorical Fine. head. And um, what other 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 other? Oh my god! What? My apologies. What other regular features have we got coming up? Uh, we've got the news. Um, which it's all about the news actually. So what's in the news for the news? Right, we've got our. Agony Uncle section where people send in questions and we hopefully answer them. And then just for this one show, once in a lifetime only, we have casting director Jane Frisbee with us. So, let's get on with the show. So, let's start with a bit of an update on where we are with your Minister of Fame. We are actually astonished. And when I say adjo- astonished, astonished, what is wrong with me? Chris, put down your Gordon's gin and tonic. It's just no good for you. No. Um, we are genuinely astonished, and I don't mean that in a sales marketing ploy kind of way. But we've had quite a considerable response. Yeah, um, we've had quite a few people registering their interest. They're quite surprised, being as we haven't gone to a lot of effort, um, being as I don't think our last podcast was our proudest moment, but um, seems to be, seems to be looking good. Regarding website progress, well, some of you may have noticed that I've put a note up there saying it's taking a little bit longer than expected. Well, as Chris mentioned, the sun has been out here in the UK, so you have to take this rare opportunity because it only happens once every 13 years. Um, But the website will be back. uh, Back? It wasn't even built in the first place. The website will be built very soon, um, so if you could send your video clips up or if you've got uh, any ideas or thoughts on it, just get in touch, send an email to me, paulbond at yourwinterfame.com. Got anything else to add? No. Right. Excellent. Moving on. So what have we got in the news this week? This What are we going to... Sorry, let's, let's decide. We keep changing between week and fortnight. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, we are fortnightly, yeah, so we should use right. fortnight really, I'd say. So, what's in the news this fortnight? Well, I know we could kick off with uh, Gordon Ramsay, the uh, UK celebrity chef. What's what about him? About? Well, you tell me. I mean, I, I, all I know is that he's there on my show notes. <laughs> you are the ultimate professional. I'm, I'm glad that you do your research. Absolutely. Rather, rather than leaving me to do all the hard work while you sit out in the sun and uh, get a suntan. Well, you know. You know, it's a hard life, it's not got to it. Basically, what Paul's completely unaware of is that Gordon Ramsay 
has got a movie of his life story coming out. I think it's coming out in 2009. His life story? Yes. Well, he's, he's got right. an autobiography, Humble Pie, um, which was very successful. Um, he came from humble beginnings. Right. And has okay. uh, achieved considerable success. I think he's, he's one of these people who adheres to like the American dream, so this is why he, he's, his story um, is going to have quite wide appeal. Oh, OK. Fair enough. OK. Well, interesting. It'll be uh, interesting to see that. Who do you reckon will play him? <sighs> I think ball of dough. Right. So I would say, obviously, who's Grant Mitchell? Grant Mitchell from EastEnders. Yeah. That's just harsh. Yeah. I think Daniel Craig. I don't know why. He just pops Daniel into my head. Craig. You know, he's got yeah. that slightly funny he's, he's, shaped head. Yeah, he has got that funny shape. Yeah. Maybe you could ask Jane Frisbee in the interview. Good call. Mm. Anything else? This Tarantino movie. That's the thing. I've been looking on the, the, the forums, um, as is my, my, my want. And it seems to be the, 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 the subject. How, how many stutters can I put into one sentence? Probably about ten. Right. It seems to be the one subject which is uh, causing considerable anguish amongst film devotees. Why? Right, what is it? What's it all about? Basically, this, this double hander. Two films that are meant to be seen as one. One directed by Quentin Tarantino, one directed by Robert Rodriguez, who brought you things like Sin City. Grindhouse, basically it's a type of cinema that was around in the 60s and 70s, and they showed exploitation movies, and you tended to watch B-movies back-to-back with a couple of trailers in the middle. Yeah. And there's lots of people who would like to have that kind of experience again. So okay. these two directors went out there and made, they each made a different film that fits into this exploitation kind right. of movie. And they're meant to be shown together with fake trailers in the middle of them. Right. And unfortunately they didn't receive particularly good press out in the States. Okay. So when they're released in Europe, they're going to be released as completely separate films. You're not going to be able to see them together. I bet they're really chuffed about that. Yeah, absolutely. So there's lots of people who are very angry about that. Um, somebody's lost their bottle somewhere down the line and thought we're going to lose money here. And it just defeats the whole object of these films being made in the first So do you know what the films are called? Planet Terror and Death Proof, which give you an idea of the kind of movies they are. Very B-movies. Okay, and when, when are they due to be released? Uh, don't ask me questions that I can't answer. <laughs> right, okay, well we'll leave that one. Let's move on. So we've got down here the remake of He-Man. Now we He-Man. talking yeah, we are talking He-Man. Right. We are talking He-Man, yeah, absolutely. They they made a, a movie of it. I can't remember, I was I was I was youthful then, so it was um, <sighs> quite a long time ago yeah, thank then. You. About, mm. about, about six weeks. Right. Um with mm. Dolph Lundgren right. as He-Man. No, I'm thinking of a different person. Who was in the original Hitcher? Uh Rutger Hauer. Digressing slightly. I went to see twenty eight weeks later. Any good? Oh, I liked it. I thought it was really good. It's you know, it's more of the same, but um, I thought it was a rather impressive effect. Slightly biased, being as obviously I live in London um, and it's based in London. I'll be interested to know what people think who've never been to London before. But uh, some amazing effects and some amazing. Uh, do they manage to make London look like it's been wiped out again? Yeah, they do, what? but much more so this time. I mean, they entirely nuke Canary Wharf to a point where it's just you know a pure fireball and. Uh, I, I, I don't want you to give any secrets away, but I noticed that I, I saw a poster without what's his name, Robert Carlyle's name on there. I couldn't see his name on there anywhere. Right. And I've seen him in the trailer, so I'm assuming he gets it quite early on. You're assuming wrong. Robert Carlyle actually stars in it all the way through. <laughs> You're just lying. Now, Al- albeit you? a slight zombie, but uh, the whole film is actually based on Robert Carlyle. Is it really? Is yeah. It, it's Robert Carlyle, the life story. He is, yeah. It's all about him. So, um, yeah, it's good. I'd say, Jess, go and see it. Anyway, what are we talking about? Okay, so this is the part of the show that we're going to call Tips from the Top. Nice. 
nice. It's mainly uh, written by Chris because he's the man in the know. And uh, without further ado, let's rock and roll! So, uh, this week we're talking about casting, I believe. We are, yes. Okay, and as director of, of 1066 Productions, I'm assuming that you've got some experience in that? Yes, we do. We're frequently casting either theatre, film, virals, etc. Okay, so if you were uh, interested in that sort of field, which hopefully some of our listeners are, can you give any sort of good advice to them to get cast? Well, usually when we're casting something, we go through the, the same channels as, as most other companies, agents, etc. We'll either go through the spotlight directories, which... For those of you who don't, don't know what Spotlight is, you, you really need to find out what Spotlight is. Um, it's a directory of pretty much any actor who's anybody. If you're not in it, you don't exist. Yeah. Each half page has somebody's photo in it. Does this just apply to actors or can it, can, are there other people in Spotlight? It's essentially for actors, but you do find people in there like magicians, right. yeah, children. Would you have singers in there or something like that? Um, you, entertainers, I suppose. Yeah, o- only if they're thinking of doing other things. You wouldn't get somebody who's going to be cast purely on the basis for a you know, Okay. Nobody's going to look in. Well, I wouldn't look in the spotlight directories to find somebody to be in a concert. So that's not really what they're right, for. Right. Right. Um, also, obviously, we'll go to agents. Um, so if you have an agent, that makes life much easier. There's also the PCR newsletter, which we sometimes advertise in. Do a Google search on that if you subscribe to that. That's very useful. And Castweb is also the other website that we frequently use to, to put casting notices on. Casting Call Pro is something that we used from time to time. I know that's quite popular with actors. What's casting called? It's a website where people can put all their details on and you can do a search. But the Spotlight directories have an online service which provides exactly the same thing. Certainly I use Spotlight rather than Casting Call Pro for that and I'm assuming that most casting directors and agents do exactly the same. So assuming that you've registered with all those websites and you found a job that you like and you're ready to go for it, you think it's you, what do you do next? You send off your CV and photo, and uh, I'll give our the, the last thing that we cast as an example. We recently cast the virals for yourminutefame.com, and we literally received hundreds of CVs and photos. Right. And the, the simple fact of the matter is that we're looking for any excuse not to see somebody. When you're getting so many CVs, you just can't see everybody. So would, well, how would that work? Would it be literally... Whether the paper's crumpled, whether the photo is bad quality... Not necessarily, certainly the photo. If the, the, the paper's crumpled, not going to worry about that. Um, I'll give you an example. The, the, obviously, the, the first... It's, it's the thing that you hear at any job interview, but it's the first impression is that is the most important. Um, and I've actually got a couple of emails here that we got, and these are real emails. I didn't even bother to look at the, the CVs and photos. We had one person who emailed his CV and photo with an email, and the email simply said, "I's an actor in it." That's genius. Was it? Was his name Ali G? No, I just I'd, I've got no idea what his, his name was. I, I just binned it. And we also got another one, which was about two weeks after we'd sent out the casting notice. So somebody thought, you know, oh, I'm slightly late, so I'll be slightly devious. Um, so they sent us an email saying. Sorry, so pate a response right. as problems with computer. So they were very cleverly trying to pretend that their, their computer was playing up. That's pathetic. It was, yeah, and but, the, but they carried on by saying, rather than actually saying, you know, I'm sending my details for this audition, etc. I'm very interested in this project. They just said, so what is going on exactly? Right. And that's how they finished their email. Oh well, they can go do one. Exactly. They they were just bin. So we, we yeah. are. Yeah. You don't have to be a genius. Yeah. To ensure, thank you. To ensure you're not put out of the running, but obviously 
that's just the first port, port of call. Then we get into the issue of CVs and photos. Fine, oh, okay. So what is it that you're actually you know, looking for in a, in a CV or, or a photo? I mean, yeah, this is the thing that people are going to be interested in. Well, the photo, you need to make sure you've got a professional 10 by 8 We do get a lot of people sending passport photos. Is that inches? Stupid um, question. But... No, no, it's, it's a reasonable question. It's correct. Um, 10 by 8 inches. If you get yourself a decent photographer, probably the best thing to do is to go and get yourself a copy of something like Contacts, which you can get from Amazon. What is it? Um, it's a directory which gives you details on all production companies, TV stations, radio stations, but it also gives you details of photographers. And if you look through contacts, there are adverts with photographers right. giving examples of work they've done and also showing pictures of famous is that, people. Is that really expensive? It's, it is, but it is a case of you get what you pay for. Right. And it's one of those things that I'd really say you do need to invest in a, a decent photographer. And if you're putting a, an advert out for somebody to feature in, I don't know, a series or a film or whatever, mm -hmm. what percentage of people actually send in the right photo? That's quite interesting. It generally tends to be about 80%, I would say. We do get right. a good 20% of people who don't send in the right photo. That's crap, basically. Yeah. yeah. As far as the CV is concerned, it's really quite simple just make sure that as much as possible fit it onto uh, one side of A4 just, just one side yeah that, that that's my preference if you've got loads and loads of credits just put the most impressive credits on there or the most recent yeah yeah same with any portfolio really I guess yeah, yeah just, absolutely just, yeah use your best work you can sell yourself more when you actually get the interview and really we, we do get CVs from people saying what work experience they've had at McDonald's but keep it relevant basically yeah absolutely right. and I think I think the the rule is, if you don't know what you're doing, then you really shouldn't be sending CVs and photos out there. Um, go on a course. Do you think? Do you think honesty is like? Uh, do you think honesty is the best policy in some cases? If you don't have any any experience, but you you do genuinely think you are very good. Is it worth saying, look, I don't have the experience, but you really should see me, or would you bin that? It's difficult. There are two sides to that. Um, first of all, if you haven't got any professional experience, you've just got amateur experience, or you've just done something at your drama school, then by all means, just put that information down. Um, it's very common if somebody's recently graduated from drama school, for instance, just to have a CV which includes all the productions they did at drama school. That, that's fine. Right. On the other side of the coin, we do frequently, and this, this is um, a personal drive, I don't know how, how much this is a, a gripe of other people, but I quite regularly get emails from people saying, I am the next hot thing, you have to use me. Mm. They're a, a writer, an actor. I imagine that's quite annoying. It is, and invariably I'll get back to them and say, great, send us your CV or send us a, a showreel. Mm. And they'll come back and say, well, I haven't actually done anything yeah. yet, but I am great. Right. And it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like a, a footballer or somebody mm. saying, I'm the world's greatest footballer without ever having kicked a ball. Well, I, I, I think it's probably a good... A good good part to actually put a bit of a plug-in for the website and if you don't have any experience and you really want to sort of um, put yourself up there well you know you can work on producing a video for your minute of fame and that's a good start absolutely if I, if I receive a, a clip that I'm impressed with then I will call somebody in well I guess that covers the first part of the casting process um, I imagine there's a lot more to it than that. I mean for example what about when you get to the an audition, I think. You'll oh, find yes, that's the word. Yeah, that's we're going to save that for another podcast because that's a subject all in itself and could take up um, plenty of time. And just to provide some more insight and advice, I did speak to Jane Frisby and also posed some of the questions that you'd emailed to us. Hello? Oh, is that Jane? Yes, it is. Hello, Jane. It's Chris Hastings here. How are you? 
Hello, I'm good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. What have you been up to? Has it been insane at your end as well? Well, it got very busy. I think when we tried to talk before, um, I've been working on this film, which wasn't, well, it's not funded, but it's almost funded, but yeah. the producer suddenly had to rush over to Greece um, to line produce this film called Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants 2. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, sequel uh, starring America Ferreira, who's now a yeah. Betty, and, and it was all on and off because they didn't know if she was going to do it or not. And right. um, so anyway, she said, oh, we're shooting in Greece, we need a couple of students, you know, a couple of guys, young guys. And so would you like to cast you in London? Yeah. It seems silly to bring them from L.A. I said, fantastic, you know, that'd be great. And it sort of turned out to me trying to cast three of the leads. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, which was great. We got one of the leads in anyway, which yeah. was brilliant. And they've been casting in LA and New York and everywhere in the States. So, so I was really chuffed with that. Oh, superb. So that was great, yeah. And a uh, massive corporate on Friday, which was like 27 characters. And then I rushed so casting on Saturday for um, uh, Batoli Foods for America, which they're shooting in Italy, and they yeah. couldn't find an American-looking couple for that. So it, it all went a bit balmy. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Listen, I've, got, I've got this huge long list of, of, of questions. Basically what it is, it's people sending uh, email questions to the, to the podcast that they, they want asked. And right, they're, they're okay. Not, they're not all specifically for casting directors we've got some sort of random ones which I'll, I'll probably ask the odd one that came in was um what's it like doing a job where you know everyone is absolutely terrified of you yeah um, i found that odd because i don't think people are really <laughs> <laughs> not that i know of i've never seen anyone quake quake in their boots <laughs> uh, are you equated with a dentist i don't know i just uh, not not how i well, no, I hope not. That would be awful. No, it's, no, I don't think we inflict that much pain. Well, you know. I suppose people think that, that auditions are a painful process, so I suppose that's probably why they're... Um... Well, I suppose they think, maybe they think that customers are more powerful than they are, because, you know, you're in the hands of the director at the end yeah, of the day, of so, you know, um, mm, could be that. The other odd one that we have is, um, which is, is one that I, it's just one of those questions that could mean anything. We've had an email from somebody who said, is perfection impor important? Now, I'm assuming, um, mm. well, I, I was told years ago by my, well, by a particular agent, that um, yes. because I have a large mole on my nose and a gap between my front teeth, that, um, that I can mm. forget commercials as, as casting opportunities. So I suppose that's what they're referring to. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, is, is, maybe. Is that, it, it, it could be. Is it it just depends what the commercial requires, you know. Yeah. If they want character people, then they'd all help. It's never worked for me, bugger. And oh, damn. <laughs> I'm just going up for the wrong commercials. Um, exactly, exactly. And when receiving CVs, do you actually yes. look at what drama schools actors went to? Does, is, is that important? It, I will look, just out of interest, to be honest, but it, it doesn't bear any relevance to anything else. Oh, I mean, so whether or not drama schools come and go, yeah. you know, in terms and It doesn't of... matter whether or not it's NCDT accredited or anything like that? No. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. That's I cool. mean, there's a lot of drama schools coming up now that some yeah, of them I haven't heard of, but, but there you go. And it does. The, the, the supremacy between them, it changes, seems to be year on year on year. It does. One year I mean, one, yeah, it does. One year harder will have a really strong year and the next yeah. year it'll be Lambda and then next year it'll be somebody else central. So it really does... Um, Switch around. What's the big no-yo? No, what's the big yo-yo for you? The big yo-yo. No -yo. <laughs> what's the big no-no for you with regards to, to CVs? You know, the one thing that immediately makes you think no. One thing I tell you that really drives me mad is is a sort of photocopied letter with dear sir or madam at the top, and I just right. think that. Yeah, just just the generic. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, just put you know put the type the name in or whatever. Yeah. And, and if if you could actually offer a piece of advice to to people to improve their chances in audition, what would that piece piece of advice be? Right, Pro probably the hardest thing which to do is really just to relax and and, and enjoy it. To be right. honest, um, yeah. And and be mm. good. <laughs> and be be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, of course. But, what, what's yeah. the worst thing anyone's actually ever done in one of your your castings? Oh, I think the one I mentioned to you was um, we were audition I think it was it was a pharmacy or it might have been Boots or something, but um, it was for vitamin tablets. And it's, it was this elder guy, and we were doing recalls, and then um, he had to pretend he was just going out for a run right. and do a few sort of basic stretching exercises, and and you know put the leg behind the knee and behind the you know hold your ankle in your hand and pull your leg and, and he let out the most enormous fart of nice. <laughs> and he just carried on like nothing has happened the, the, producer the and director were on the floor <laughs> <laughs> so I, I take it he didn't get the part no he didn't but you remembered him <laughs> I remembered him we'll that's, never that's, forget that's, the man exactly no. that's the useful thing you always want to be remembered at an audition Yes, maybe that's his strategy. <laughs> he probably farts at every single audition he goes yes. to, you don't realise this. People are getting bored of him now. <laughs> and, and what's the um, what's the first thing you actually look at when you receive somebody's you know, their details, their, their, their CV and their letter? What's the first thing that you're looking at? The CV, the photo? I'd experience? probably just look at look at the, the letter first, just to see, you know, because sometimes that tells you a bit about the personality of the, nice. of the person, which should do anyway, and then then the photo, because... If you're looking for anything in specific, then then the photo will probably leap out at you. To oh, be honest, fantastic. What's what's the the worst thing? This is one of those things that I've actually had received a bar of chocolate. Um, oh, yeah. Photo. What's the worst thing anyone's ever done to actually curry favour with you to try and get a role? Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, turning up at the door is not a very good idea. Right. No, not the best. I mean, uh, does that actually <laughs> happen? Yeah, a few times. Oh, God. Mm. So, yeah. Is, is that... Coming up the door with the CV and photo. Um... Right, fantastic. And, I, and that's not at an open audition? Well, no, just just, just on spec. Like, right. And I work from home, so it's yeah. a little bit annoying. Oh, yeah. so literally turning up at your home? At the home, yeah. Oh, my mm. God, that's terrible. It's not the best. Oh, not the best idea. No, right, yeah, no. that's tantamount to stalking. Yeah, where, where's well, it in? Well, I know. If everyone did it, it would be terrible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Yeah. And and what for you is the the, the most um, the mm. most inspired piece of casting you've ever seen? Which is actually oh. made me think, darn, I wish I had that idea. Recently, I mean, the film is—I don't think it's still being shot, but just reading about it and having met a few people that are in it, yeah. um, St. Trinian's and Rupert Everett is playing oh, the headmistress. Yes, I think yes. that's amazing. No, brilliant. I, I yeah. think I'll I'll probably need counselling after seeing that. <laughs> the sounds of things. You and me both. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and just cool. just for for the the people register or listening to the the podcast, what things have you cast in the past that that people mm -hmm. will? I I do do quite a lot of commercials, um, but in the past, um, the first feature film I did was a little bit of a cult hit. It was called Hear My Song, which was right. about oh, God, yeah. Joseph Locke, the um, Irish tenor. Yeah. Who, um, because of tax purposes, sort of disappeared, yeah. and this, this double, Mr. X, used to go around pretending to be in it for me. And following that, I did a little number called Shopping, which oh, Jude starred Law. Jude Law and Sadie yeah. Frost. Oh <laughs> that was like, yeah. like Jude Law's just about his first. Big it was role. First, yeah. the first big movie, yes, it so, was. So yeah. we we have you to thank for 
for gym yeah. law. Oh, Bless him, God, yeah. You'll, you'll have more people turning up at your door now. Oh, dear. Just, just complain <laughs> for... Uh, <laughs> complain for <laughs> imposing Jude Law on us for the rest of the On everybody, career. I know. Yeah. Everybody, everyone's turned against him, poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's too damn good looking for his own good, that's what it is. Yes, well, I know, you know, he was a star already, you know, he would have been wherever, wherever he turned up, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, mm. Um, yeah, I, I go for the other one. I'm, I'm hoping that my, my, my lack of good looks is what's going to make me, me rich and famous. Well, um, it, it can happen. Yeah, it works, works for Danny DeVito, it can work for me one of these days. I just need to eat, yes. eat a few more donuts and grow some more facial hair. And, uh, yes, and, go, for, go for a real character. Yeah, shave my head. One other thing, which was my yes. question, is um, are equity and spotlight important? If they're not in a CV, is, is, is that going to be a black mark against somebody? Not, not, not particularly, no. I mean, it, equity isn't as important now as it used to be. I mean, it would, would be very difficult to get someone a job without the equity card. And I remember with Tara Fitzgerald, actually, on Hear My Song, we had to go through hoops to get her, because um, she was still at drama school. Right. Had to go through hoops to get her on, because... Um, she was an equity. Oh, really? um, yeah, and literally, I had to advertise in the stage, uh, give reasons why every single applicant wasn't suitable for the role, <laughs> and of course, we had sat loads of mail. So, oh. so yeah, went through hoops to get Tara that job. But there you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of the, one of the pleasures, um, I, isn't I, it? We, we, I think we had uh, problems with uh, equity a, a little while back yeah. on, on something that we were working on that um, did you oh yeah well it's basically they'd cast a, an Aus- uh, an, a, it was an english you know Eng- english equity and but they cast yeah. an american actor in a role and literally it was just they'd specifically been looking for an american actor and he was the only american actor they saw and they took the first american actor that came along and of course equity said no sorry you had to see at least you know 300 yeah. people and you know oh. you, you, you can't just do this you can't just cast the first person you see and why, oh my God. why, why haven't you found an English person and got used to an American accent and well, oh, apart, apart from the fact that a lot of English people can't do decent American accents. Well no and, exactly I mean that's crazy I mean if it calls from an American surely you cast an yeah, American. I didn't yeah. think equity would be able to, to get involved on anything no, like they, 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 they were really really strict and yeah once again had God. to bend over backwards and, and then had to actually audition people um, oh. and, and just prove that in actual fact they wouldn't be able to find anybody as good. My um, God, I didn't realise, I didn't realise that still went on. Yeah, that was insane, that was literally, that was last year, so... Bloody yeah. hell, is, good it's... grief, that is extraordinary, yeah. isn't it? That is really extraordinary. So, mm. but, hey, you know, the, 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 um, well, I was going to say equity do have the, the, their good points, but um, I, haven't yes, actually, I... I haven't had to use them thus far. No. But, um, well, that's it. That, that's, okay, that, that's Chris, lovely. That's, that's really useful. The, no the other thing that I, I just remembered that I, is yes. we, we had somebody who emailed us and said they want to try and get into EastEnders. Now, oh, you did, you did. Yeah, I as, mean... as, as an actor, I'm, I'm assuming that you'll never see a casting notice EastEnd- for something like EastEnders. It'll be something that they either go through through spotlight directories and call people in or that. Well, I don't know. I think there is. I mean, oh, really? I know, I know, I think it was Janie Deitch used to cast these things. Yes, yeah. Um, so it'd be worth checking on the credits or right. wherever and, and getting in touch with her, I would have thought, yeah. would, be the, would be the way to do it. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to now go off and use all this advice you've just given me and try and get my starring role. So there you go, fun. there you go. You'll be, you'll be at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next year. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, certainly hope not. I, I will never fit into those dresses. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's been fantastic. Thank you very much for that. That's Jane. a pleasure, Chris. No worries at all. I'll, I'll sit, I'll... 
We now move on to our Agony Aunt section. No, it's actually Ag Agony Uncle. There are no women here, unfortunately, and um, that, that's not a good thing. Um, we want more women here, um, but... Can you shut up now, Chris, Sorry, and let's move on. You're all the woman you need. So, in our last podcast, we asked you guys to email in or send us an MP3 of uh, any No, we didn't ask them to send in an MP3 in the last one. Oh, okay. Well, we asked them to email in. That'd be why we didn't get any MP3s right, in that yes. case. If you'd like to send some MP3s in, feel free. In fact, we'd, we'd welcome. We'd like to hear your voices. And we actually got a sum total of four questions. Yeah. That's rather impressive. Can you actually answer them? Um, that's why I'd rather think that we will answer them. When right. I think it's Agony Uncles as oh, opposed okay. to Agony Uncle. Okay. I think we should very quickly rename this section. Okay, the Agony Uncles section. Yeah, I, I quite like that. It's got a okay. twang right to it. Well, Uncle Chris, why don't you start off? Okay, well, we've had uh, an email from Brett in Sydney, of all places. Um, why of all places? I don't know. Right. I, I just... Just, really. No, I'm, I'm just you're putting on your DJ voice. I'm, I'm just quite impressed that we've got a. You've got uh, an email from Britain, Sydney of all places. Well, Wells and Elzer, who would have thought? Suck my. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. You so say you've got an email from Brett. Yes. And Brett says, I'm a screenwriter. I haven't had anything produced, but I'm working on a couple of scripts. I work full time, and I'm finding that work is getting in the way of my writing. Should I give up my job and devote my time to my writing? It sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I would immediately say, no, whatever you do, do not give up your job. Right. Uh, I imagine it's a pretty competitive old world out there. It is. Um, and the simple fact of the matter is, I don't know, I'm one of these people, my head's full of statistics, and I don't know where they come from, so I can't prove them. But I read somewhere that on average, a screenwriter writes 10 to 15 screenplays before he ever actually sells one. Okay. So the chances of you selling one of these couple of screenplays that you're working on at the moment, unless you've written lots of others, is very low. And It's not to say it's not going to happen. No, no I, I mean, you know, got to give him a bit of hope. Exactly. But also, I, I guess it depends on his financial situation as well. I mean, if yeah. he's being supported by, you know, whoever, then... Yeah, if, but, then, if, but then I guess he wouldn't have that quandary. Yeah, exactly. If you can afford it, then do it. Fantastic. If you've got a, a wife or a partner or whatever who's willing to support you without divorcing you in about six months' time when she gets sick of you hanging around the house, um, then great, do it. But um, I really wouldn't say give up your job. Okay, but keep trying. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's the second email. Uh, this says, uh, I want to be a singer. My mum keeps telling me I should be a star, but she's the only person who's heard me. I'm too shy to let anyone else hear me. I'm 18 years old and my name's Hannah. Well, hmm, hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, your mum says you should be a star, but she's the only person that's heard you. To be honest, I mean, my first thing is, you know, if you want to be a singer and you're too shy to sing to someone, I, you know, I, I think you really need to conquer that one. You need to get out there. If you're 18, you can go in some karaoke bars. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, there's also the fact that mums tell all of their yeah. kids that they're great. You well, your mum tells you that you're, um, you're beautiful and she loves you. Cheers. Thank you, Paul. Um, you only have to watch The X Factor and see all of these people who you just know are absolutely appalling, but they, they, they all, their answer is always, well, all my friends tell me that I'm great. Yeah, right, um, exactly. This isn't, you might be fantastic. Mm. Um, what I'd actually suggest is go to uh, a singing coach, um, yeah. because if you're actually serious about singing and you haven't had any coaching, you'll need it. Right. Um, even naturally gifted mm. people need some coaching, and they'll be able to tell you. So that would be my, my first piece will they, of advice. Will they boost your confidence as well, or can you do that some other way? 
Uh, no, they'll, they'll they'll be able to tell you whether or not you're you you have any talents. They'll be able to help you along the way. Um, they'll be able to improve what you've got, um, and they'll be able to tell you whether or not you're tone deaf, which I am. Right. Okay. Well, there we go. I guess that answers that. Right. Who have we got next? We've got Benedict from Kent. That sounds um, suspicious. Who says I'm the lead singer in a band and I've got a really dull name? Any suggestions for good stage names? <laughs> Benedict. That's a great name. Yeah. In actual fact, I've had Kent Benedict. Or, or Benedict Kent. <laughs> I think we've solved your problem. Excellent. Well, that was nice. And <laughs> that easy. was nice and simple. <laughs> so, uh, last but not least. Uh, what have we got here? In your last podcast, you said something about people not using sites like MySpace. Is that true? Um, I think that's probably me, or my fault. I've, I've been slightly misquoted. Um, I was saying that I, I get sent links to people's MySpace sites or clips on YouTube rather than people sending photos, CVs, etc. And I just ditch those, I just stick those right. in my... I just press delete immediately. Yeah. But it depends on the circumstances. Yeah, it? absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm sure... There are people who will look at those sites. Yeah, it's I mean, I guess if you're a band and you've got music up on your MySpace site and oh, you, you're talking to possible managers or whatever, yeah, or somebody wants to put on the show. Yeah. I'm speaking specifically from a casting director's point of view, right. so this is specifically for actors. Okay. Um, because I get so many CVs, etc., I've got no need to look right. at these links. Right. Um, it's it's just a, a waste of my time, especially when, as often as not, they do ask you to to register or, or right. sign in, etc. So, in summary, it depends what you do. Exactly. Cool. All right. So let's conclude this show. How do you feel your second show has gone well? Um, I'd give it, well, I'd give me a 6 out of 10, I'd give you uh, a 3 out of 10. Uh, right, okay, okay. Um, yeah, um, it, I'd say similar. Um, I'd say maybe give me a, a 4 out of 10, and you uh, maybe a 1.35 out should, of 10. Shall I um, go back to the, the fan mail, which said, Paul, you are a talentless, worthless Well, you could do, but something tells me that... Uh, my mum's opinions don't matter. Oh, that's so harsh. Mm. You know you're adopted. Yeah, well, you know, good. So anyway, um, make sure you send in your questions. Send them in by MP3 or by email, preferably MP3, so we can hear your beautiful voices. Yep, and we don't want to keep hearing our dull voices. Your dull voices. Thank you. Okay. Dull voices. What's uh, a dull uh, voice? Shut up. Ah, yes, we need a sound effect for that, I think. Well, the, uh, the, the Chris sticking his middle finger up at Paul sound effect. Yeah, I think maybe this one will do. Nice, I like him. Yeah, that works. Right, okay, so, uh, yeah, send your, send your messages in, uh, get your one-minute clips sent up, and uh, I promise, I promise, I promise that I will get on with the website. Oh, and yes, also, we want you to send in your... Um, brushes with fame. We want to hear if you've met any famous people, worked with famous people, any good or bad stories. We'd love to, love to hear anything like that. We're, we're the, um, the Hello magazine of the podcasting oh, world. Nice, nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, there's actually something else as well. We, as we said, we've, we've had a surprising amount of people uh, subscribing or, shall I say, registering their interest to the website, which isn't subscribing. It's just so we can contact you when the website's up and running. Well, that's about sums it up. Uh, anything to say, Chris? Um, I love you. And, uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>